Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Corecom in which we sit down with small cap executives, talk about what's going on at their companies. With us today, he's back after a long hiatus, but we're ecstatic to have him back. Brad Wazell, CEO of Better You Education Corp. You can see it on his hat. Trades on the stock symbol BTRU on the TSX Venture Exchange. And for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 5OGA, quick summary for those of you who need to get kind of re reacquainted with the company. Uh, essentially, they're an education to employment technology company. Uh, so what they're doing is they're leveraging business intelligence to automate skilling, reskilling, and even upskilling for companies operating both domestic and on global scales. Uh, they've integrated modules from about 100, more than 100 of the world's leading online education providers, and uh, and those modules span about three, more than 3,000 standardized jobs. Their clients now include many billion-dollar organizations, including Indian Oil Corporation, Central Bank of India, McDonald's India. There's a reason for the folks on India there. Partners are the likes of Rosetta Stone. And here to talk about all that and what's new at the company is Brad. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, it's great to be back. It's been a long time since we, we had a chat. Well, we got a lot to catch up on. But before we go into you know, where the company is moving forward. Let's talk a little bit about how you, you know, you got reinstated around March 19th. You came out of the halt. Uh, tell us about how you're a better company because of all that. You know, it's interesting. When we went through this process, it was events that were sequenced after next that we had no control over. Um, unfortunately, we, we tried making sure that we, we proceeded forward. But what was good about it is, um, you know, it got us, it got us a, a lot of time to Look at the business. TSX Venture did their did their due diligence, and they spent they did a lot of lot of research over the years to make sure things were right. And of course, things were, you know. And um, this is why we're we're we've reinstated is because they they realized that where we were, um, and they did a great job. Very 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 diligent, which was which was uh, um, while it was frustrating because it was taking so long, um, it was appreciated because it just validates that they are doing what they're supposed to be doing to protect the, 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 the public market. Um, during that time though, we looked at um, the business as a whole and how do we, um, everything we've been building and, and the partnerships and integration and, and uh, all the lessons learned that we were experiencing from corporations in India on uh, skills development and how do we address it. And then we started putting together all the pieces on how do we um, address this, not just from an Indian perspective, but a global perspective, because what it did was we started looking at corporates here and do they face the same challenges that our Indians are facing that we've been, we, we got experienced firsthand. And fun, funny enough, they were. And every corporate that we talked to was facing the exact same challenges. Multiple users or multiple providers targeted them all at the same time with lots of challenges across cost, um, having to subscribe to programs that were that were way too much for what an employee actually needed. So the individualization was not there. So then I looked at um, how do we create a model that uh, could address this in the most simplest way, even though the back end is extremely complicated. And the best example I used was 
Expedia. When you look at Expedia and look at what they actually do, they help you get from point A to point B and they have a lot of variables. So you, you, you type in when you want to go, when you want to return, where do you want to go, and where do you want to come back. This happens all over the world by millions of people, right? But what ends up happening is all they do is they, after, after they use the filtering, it, it populates with all the providers that, that could help accomplish your travel destinations and, and your goals. And then they have all these other services and things that they offer. But the simplicity of that process um, is what we were trying to figure out. How do we do that for education and skills development? But the complexity of it behind it, and people don't realize this, they have thousands and thousands of integrated partners, just like us. Our goal was to build a massive repository of global partnerships so we can have we can have the simplicity of the front end user experience to get them to their destination of scaling up. So we realized how to do it over this time that we were going through the, the, the hall. And it was tough. We had lots of challenges to find, find, find financially and all that kind of stuff that we as a company have always been um, more of the mindset that um, we never quit as, a, as an entity, no matter how hard it gets, we're never, ever, ever hey, going to quit. You're still here, man. You know, <laughs> and, some rough water. You're still here, so sure. this that's is more than lip service. That's a fact. <laughs> it is, and and it, and people, and uh, you know, I've gotten lots of lots of you know uh, negativity over over that time, of course, and un understandable. People don't understand who we are uh, as individuals in our core, um, but we are very optimistic and very positive and very uh, um, strategic in how we move forward. So we spent over the, over the months, uh, aside from uh, supplying TSX and, and going through all their process, we spent a lot of time drilling down on what do we need to put in place to create that simplicity for our, the complex model that we have behind it. And we've completed it. We call it ready to go. And you can go to readytogo.betteru.ca, which so is that, the platform for SaaS corporates. enterprise system for everyone at home. That's a, now the SaaS means software, software as a service enterprise system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell, yeah, yeah so, and I was going to so, ask you about it anyway. So yeah, tell us about, tell us about RTG. So I, I like that you did use that. I, I've been using that too. So RTG, we looked at um, how do we get how do we get deliver individualized learning to people's phones, no matter where they are, mobile first. The reality is employees. But on the enterprise about, side, right? Is it more, more for employees of ABC Corp rather than George, yeah. who's just a general consumer wants to learn? Yeah, specifically specifically focused on enterprise. Um, corporate employees and things like that. Um, B2B. Yeah. So we looked at how do we, how do we do that? Employers are trying to figure out uh, individuals are on the go all the time and they're trying to learn. They're going to meetings where they're presenting things. And we thought there's a great way to be able to provide them with access to the resources they need when they need them. Because learning is, learning is changing from a digital perspective. People don't sit at their computers spending hours and hours and hours learning. Um, it's, it's moving to a more agile when I need the information, do I have Absolutely. access to it? Absolutely. So, so yeah, so we started looking at our partners and how do we bring together programs? And here's the best part. One of the key things that we were looking at was how do we make sure that the SaaS model is affordable? Because one of the complaints that we had was we're paying $1,000 to get access to 5,000 uh, technology courses, but my em employee only needs this many. So I'm paying for the service of stuff I'm never going to use yeah. because people think that, it's a, it's, it must be of great value to pay this to get access to all of this. But the reality is not. As an employer, you want to skill up an individual and get the results for that individual right away. You don't want them going into a, a, a cesspool of so much content that they're spending all their time learning, but it's not benefiting the results the company's trying to achieve. So this program that we created 
it really helps individualize the, 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 the package. We've partnered with uh, assessment companies in the US and in um, Belize, actually. Um, and we have now access over a thousand job role skill assessments. So the first step in this tool is we would assess an employee on their By job. By the way, Brad, if you've got a thousand, how many do you need ultimately to be a complete system for anybody on the planet or for the majority of the planet? Is it 3,000, 4,000? 20, it's about 20,000. Okay. Um, yeah, so job, so those job first thousand, are they concentrated in a specific industry or are they more scattered? They, they are verticals, scattered, I mean. Yeah, they're, they're scattered across, you know, man, management, finance, uh, leadership, uh, all, all different types of roles. It doesn't, the, the partners that we currently have, they don't include the totality of what's actually needed to support all industries, um, which is fine. We still have to, we still have to get there, but we, we, we just can't do it all. Um, so with, with these assessments, and I'll give you an example. We, we, we um, um, signed a deal uh, recently. I don't know if I can talk about this or not. Anyways, we, we have a new haven't press released it. Don't talk about yeah. it. Uh, okay, so yeah, so we, we well, have, actually, uh, hold on. I was going to ask you a question. Uh, how? Okay, that's great because I'm thinking about people watching this at home and listening now, saying, "Okay, Brad, that sounds great." So you've recalibrated your technology and you've and you've uh, you know you know uh, redone it all and it's and it's more more uh, pinpointed and that. Okay, great. Now the question people are going to ask is. Have you had a chance to showcase it? What kind of response are you getting? Obviously, I'm not going to ask contracts have been signed if they're not publicly available, but what kind of response are you getting to that? Is that just you that thinks it's great, or do you have people out there that say, hey, this is exactly what we're looking for? No, so part of the validation when we, when we determined to go down a path, and when, I, when we started building this with India, we looked at all the problem areas, all the pain areas, and we, we started putting together solutions that could solve it. India, it, it takes a long time. It's a big market. There's lots of variables that we, we've had to overcome and we put in place that. Now coming to back here, when we, before I even started building the technology, what I did, what I did was I started reaching out to corporates here, reached out to a lot of them on LinkedIn, provide notes on what we're trying to accomplish. Would there, this be of interest, the model, trying to get people to understand this is what we're going to build. Does it make sense? I got over 400 responses. It was, and, and I mentioned this, I think uh, this last year, but then, then the responses are different. Getting, getting in front of them to present and go through that process is a different thing. Um, so I started meeting with, with corporates. I started outreaching to specific ones and the interest is extremely high. Um, the press releases will be coming, uh, uh, but, but th there hasn't been any shortage of interest. Let me put it that way. What we've built, no one else has done. The innovation that we've brought, that we've leveraged from India to put into this tool that we're leveraging for North America, and it's not it's not just India now. We have clients that we're, we we've that we're, we have. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase, phrase this with outside of India. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so we we have lots of interest, and it goes beyond that, which which we'll we'll uh, we'll announce soon enough. Um, but then there's also the other options, and I'll talk about this so, so you can see the validation. Um, when, when we started looking at when COVID-19 hit and the issues that came about, um, we built a tool around that using the same system and brought everything together. If you people go to our ready, ready to go, uh, dot better UCA site, they'll see everything. They'll see our programs, they'll see our packages, they'll see our pricing model, the structure of everything, the features of the product, um, as well as validation. If they want to see how this works, just register for our COVID-19 resource toolkit that includes everything you need to know for, um, COVID. Everything. I mean everything. We've we've aggregated and curated content from sources all over the world, including the Canadian government. Um, there's there's lots and lots of details to support professional services, as well as to support personal 
challenges working from home and things like that. Um, so we have a lot like of you are right now, right? You're working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my daughters and kids are walking around doing stuff uh, for sure. Um, but so this type of stuff, this type of stuff um, uh, will validate the functionality of the system and that's operational and it works. And can I ask you a question, Brad? Uh, sure. How, I'm thinking out loud. So the question is, how has COVID impacted the business? On the one hand, I'm thinking, um, is that you know there there are people at home who have lost their jobs or maybe furloughed, maybe maybe being laid off. So yeah. they need to skill or reskill uh, or upskill. Uh, there are others who securely have their job, but they're working from home and maybe they're looking to you know upskill. So is it a net benefit? At the end of the day, from a business point of view, or is it, you know, how, how, how's COVID impacted what you're trying to accomplish? So it depends on how you address the problem. So I, um, being in the space, the ed tech space for over 12 years now, I, I have, uh, I've experienced um, the downside of, of um, uh, the impact on training and development for, for this market. What tends to happen is for schools who are closed down, online learning is critical. So learning management systems, robust systems that can manage students are, are, are being sought after significantly globally. That, that is a big one. That's not our business. Um, so from a corporate perspective, it's a little bit different. Employ, employees are going home and it's not just the employees, the employers, the entire staff, they're all going and working from home remotely, not dealing with each other, trying to figure out now how do we shift and adjust our environments from communicating to each other, how to deal with getting up and, and your kids are now at, at home and how to manage that environment. So parents, families, employees, employees are all struggling with how do we deal with all this? And then there's the fear, the fear and panic that's being caused by the disease, grocery shopping, like all the, in, all the pressures of society all around us are causing this, this, this situation of a crisis. So to address this from, from a, a education perspective to corporates, the wrong approach, and I, got, and I got to say this, is to just try and sell, 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 sell to get corporates to buy your product because they're dealing with a lot of other issues. And so the way I looked at it was about three, four weeks ago, and I've spent a good 16 hours a day, every single day, uh, my family can, can test this, to build solutions that can address the current problems of all families, all employees, all corporates are facing today by building this COVID-19 resource toolkit that is more than just covid so when I started looking at that, my kids is a good example. They get all their information, their facts from social media, from Twitter and TikTok. And yeah, there's uh, no real centralized know. place. It's all scattered. It's if there's no. ever some, the most important thing, the most important uh, content in the planet right now is fragmented. So are you saying that you've actually? Oh yeah, we, we have the most. We have the most comprehensive system anywhere in the planet that I've seen today. Uh, I can, I can, that's that's I, a big claim to make. I'm going to call I, you. And, and, and I'm making it hands down. We've, we've curated. Okay. Give you credit for backing it. Uh, we, we're, I, I can guarantee it. Um, we've, um, we, if you, people go take a look at the system and go actually go into it, we have modules that cover across every single topic you can think of when it comes to COVID. And not and just modules. Find it, Brad, so why you're saying that? Just so so, only from credible sources. So what we did is we- No, no, we how do they find the app? How do they find, so oh, they want to go just, take a look at just, it? Just go to ready, ready, ready to go.betteru.ca. Once they go on, all they have to do is they, they register, enter their name, their, their email address, submit it. It'll give instructions on how to download the app and then how to access it. As soon as they access the app, the COVID-19 track is there. And it includes, so you, so you understand this, the COVID-19 talks about, um, it has links to 
uh, all this, all the health services for every province in Canada. It has links to all the state uh, uh, with, with contact information. So we went on every single health organization's website and pulled out the relevant contact information because it, it gets lost. You're trying to figure out where the, where the phone number is or how to contact, how to email somebody if you have questions. Yeah, it's not. So we, and, and I'm not blaming the government, by the way, because no, this no, has all happened in a minute. So and let's face it, government already is, is not a fast-moving, agile machine. So if you, know, you can, I can see the value that if you can amalgamate all this, or in, in essence, if you can become the short-term Google, the amalgamator, yes. organizer, yes. make it real easy to access, then you've got a, you've got a winning, you've got a winning app. And, and, and there's, there's other stuff that was a challenge, too. The Canadian website or CDC or the World Health Organization, these are all sources we've used, all credible sources, no, you know, Twitter account thing or something. It was all credible sources. But what's interesting is you go, you go to the Canadian site, you go to the US site, they'll have all the content, multiple links where it's, it gets so confusing when you click on things. But then even stuff like their videos, the videos that talk about effective hand washing and the videos that talk about um, social distancing and all that kind of stuff aren't even on those websites. They're on YouTube. So they're separated from their own content. So what we've done is we looked at videos, interactivities, links, PDFs, content, imagery, graphics, models, um, curated from all the global sources, including from universities and colleges, from reports that have come out, we've pulled it out into there to create the most comprehensive site that is validated, factual, video. Um, we have, um, uh, it's in six languages right now as well. So we've, we've converted it oh, to- smart, yeah, because not everyone. Yeah. So what's yeah, the response been to it? What's the response been like, Brad? So no so, doubt it's comprehensive and it sounds like it's kick-ass. Uh, yeah. who have you shown it to and what's the response been? You know, so, so I reached out to 120 of our uh, members of parliament uh, directly, individually. Um, yeah, the last couple weeks. You know, this is important because the, the, at the end of the day, if we can help address and solve the immediate pains of, of COVID and just to go back on, on COVID, the COVID resource toolkit is not just about COVID. It has all the information you need to possibly imagine, but it also has a personal resource track and a professional resource track. Under the personal resource track, there are elements in there that talk about family, how to support your kids between this age and that age, what resources are out there that you can go and access to homeschool to provide additional support that way. And it's all broken down by different age categories. And then we have resources that talk about stress management. How do you deal with working and living in isolation? How do you go through and deal with that? But we also have stuff like on the lighter side, we have fun videos that talk about um, COVID related stuff and what people are doing to keep themselves entertained. Stuff that is gonna create a little more humor so that people, it can help relieve some of the tensions and stress that, that exists. And then there's stuff on how to use Zoom and how to work from home and how to deal with remote management of staff. And so there is a full resource toolkit that supports right. pretty much every I, I, variable. It's gonna be great to go take a look at that. It's gonna be so, great to go check it out so, and hopefully get good, you know, good feedback from, well, sorry, did you ever tell us what was the feedback from yeah, the members yeah. of parliament? So I, uh, I got a whole bunch of people that replied. I have uh, someone from the member of, uh, I think it was Peter per Peterborough said they wanted to contribute. Um, I've had a bunch of provincial groups. Then um, I've been talking to Mr. Bain's office um, and we've, been, we've, we've submitted a proposal. Who's Mr. Bain's? Uh, Mr. Bain is the Minister of um, uh, Science, Innovation, and all that for Canada. You know, the, no, the main... The, not everyone the, knows that. That's why I want to ask it. Oh, I see. So it's the main office that is, is um, I guess, responsible for dealing with COVID-19 and supporting the country with ventilators and all that kind of stuff, as well as a digital solution. Um, so I've spoken to them several times. 
they um, they thanked us for what we're doing because no one has built what we built. And when you see it, I think you'll 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 have a true appreciation. Yeah, I um, yeah. yeah, and and, and the, the goal was to help support these people around the world in need because th this is a big challenge. Um, and our thought was if we could provide access to this information and support them when they need it to solve pain and all that kind of stuff, it does, there is an economic benefit to us as well. Uh, it's free. The, the, the resource is free. But what it does is it helps people realize who we are and what we've been doing. And, that, and then you can you know, deliver. And then you can deliver education, knowledge yeah. in, a, in a fast, yeah. concise, easy to use way better than maybe any reason according to you and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna and i'm gonna i'm gonna support you on that uh, better than anything that's been built so if that's the yeah. case if people love and the elegance not, of that they're gonna love the elegance of, of, of ready to go and we're not capitalizing on fear and panic no, and no. urgency we're trying to we're trying to sh we're trying to provide people with things they need to help them because you know at the end of the day we, we've always been a social good company period um and our our heart and our belief has always been the same. The more people we help, the better it is for the world, but the better it is from an economic perspective as well. Don't get me wrong. So, um, you know, we've submitted a proposal recently to the government. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I have no idea what's going to happen. But from, what, from the conversations we've had with them, um, they have expressed interest. So um, we're going to keep building right, it out. So there's good response. There's, you're, you're, there, there's, gone there's absolutely past. great response. Okay, the that's because a lot of people build stuff and then um, hope it gets out there and hope this, and hope they get some kind of response from the universe, but you've been proactive yeah. in contacting members of parliament, sure. federal departments, and so far the reaction has been pretty positive. All right, we'll, we'll wait to see we've, how that, how that. Yeah, we've, had, we've had some of our Yeah, go ahead. Last question for it, and I don't know how easy it is to give an answer to this, uh, but how does the rest of the year look in terms of the ready to go, you know, your software as a service enterprise system? Because shareholders, the one thing they don't hope to see is they want to start seeing, you know, revenue generated from from your offerings not that we're asking for projections but you know how, from, from the feedback you've been getting how does it look for ready to go rtg it is it is the uh, we're, we're positioned the strongest that we've ever been let me put it that way um we have uh um some quite quite large deals that we've been working on quite large deals that uh, we will be talking about soon enough um but we have had amazing response and interest for what we've built. Even the technology and our content partners, once they've seen it, they loved it. Um, we had Rosetta Stone come down to Toronto from Singapore. Um, and he came to meet with us. We went to, down to Toronto, met with him, talked about what we're building. He loves the new approach. Um, you know, there, there are lots of partnerships that we have, lots of new clients that are in the pipeline. Um, and our company is, is in a position of much stronger than we have ever been. And, but I got I got to point out one key thing. Yeah. It's built on the foundation of all the partnerships and all the effort that we put in over the year. It's not just we've pivoted now we're now we're doing all this great new stuff which is completely different. It is built on the foundation of all of our partnerships, all of our content, all the uh, technology and everything that we've put together. This has framed up to how to properly deliver it. Right. And one more point. Oh yeah, yeah. The floor is yours, my man. <laughs> you know, mo most people don't understand this, which is really important. When someone's building a new company that's pioneering new thoughts, new innovation, all that kind of stuff, they don't know the answers to everything, right? So we, you, you go forward, you fumble, you figure out what, what worked, what didn't, then you do, it, you do it again, you fumble, and you figure out what worked and did. At the end of the day, as long as you keep doing that, you keep moving forward, you'll get to a point where it is, it is the right approach and it works. And it's all those lessons learned, just like, you know, the light bulb. How many times, two, or whatever, 2,000 times he failed before he got it right? 
everyone thought he was nuts along the entire way until it worked. And what do you say? Well, I was just looking for, for the, 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 the time it worked to show it was right. And all those other times were just a lesson learned. Yeah, and let's face it, we know we now more we now know more than ever that, you know, everything's been going digital, but it's just gonna go to the next level. So the whole idea of skilling, reskilling, upskilling, training and all that is, is just a no brainer. Uh, yep. so so the future, you know, looks bright and uh, we're glad that you came out of your halt. We're glad you came out of that much stronger. I'm assuming you went through such scrutiny that you won't need, you know, no one will be able to scrutinize the business again. Now it's just a case of executing what you can deliver top and bottom line, which is what we're going to look forward to for the rest of the year, Brad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Hey, about it. Thank, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on Make It Back. And uh, it sounds like we're going to have you back again, not too distant future, because there is interest in RTG. And uh, we're here waiting with bated breath just to see, just to see how that goes. Amazing. You've been watching or by podcast listening to Brad Wazell, CEO of Better You Education, trades on the Venture Exchange on the stock symbol BTRU, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 5OGA. You've heard or you've, sorry, you've watched or you've listened. Now you got to do your own due diligence. Get to Agoracom. That'll sum up, you know, get to the hub on Agoracom for Better You. That'll sum up everything there on the profile page. Uh, watch this interview again. There's a lot to absorb. Get over to the company's website. They've already told you, you know, and we'll put that back up again for everybody. But get over to the company's website. Do more due diligence because there's no doubt but the, that this is where the future is going. And, uh, and Brad and his team have got a great handle on that. Thanks for joining us. Have a fantastic day. And it goes without saying, Brad's at home. I'm at home. Be safe. Stay at home. Thanks to all the frontline people who are doing yeoman's work. See you next time.